Welcome to Marriage Monday with Jeremiah and Savannah Jennings. The Jennings own growing green landscapes and are very happily married. In this podcast, Jeremiah and Savannah discuss the wins, losses, good times, bad times, and everything in between pertaining to owning a business while maintaining a healthy marriage along the way. We hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, joined by my co-host today, Savannah Jennings, along for the ride for Marriage Monday, episode number four, I think this is, right? Yeah. 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 Episode number four. So we are coming home from Together in the Trades, a summit for couples in business that we had in Nashville, Tennessee this weekend. Super fun time getting to hang out there with all all you guys out there that are in the industry uh, that made the trip down. Thanks for coming and hanging out for a little bit. Thank you to the hosts, Brian and Liz, and Caleb and Brittany. They did an awesome job putting on an awesome event. Mm-hmm. And I think what we want to talk about today is we're just going to kind of recap the event a little bit. Yeah. Uh, kind of run through the highlights of what happened. We're not going to go into everything because, uh, well, you had to be there for that. You had to mm-hmm. be there to see all the good stuff. But yep. um, it will happen again in 2023, I'm sure. Still trying to find a location. But um, we're just, like I said, we're just going to run through. We are heading home, heading through Birmingham right now, so we are not f- too far from home. But uh, if you hear background noise, uh, try to keep it down as much as we can. But you got to make the most of these long car rides. So what we wanted to do is just recap the event. And so I guess we can just start off by, uh, I don't know, what, Friday night we got there? Yeah, well, we had the little meetup scavenger hunt, which was you know it was hot it was was hot it was hot that's what i'm trying to say it was hot and (laughs) i don't know how many people actually ended up doing going all the way through the scavenger hunt i know uh, we took a little detour and and found some ice cream and did as much as we could but it was a fun way to to kind of meet some people i think though and and get out and see a little bit of Nashville before um we were we had the event on saturday so no i think it was a great idea it was Nashville's a a crazy place yeah it is you haven't been in Nashville yet um, well, let's also preface with where we were staying. Yeah, so we the staying hotel was like one or two blocks, blocks from yeah. Broadway, which if you don't know much about Broadway, it's like their main strip like in downtown Nashville. Nashville for. Yeah, all like, I mean, I don't think any of us could keep count of the amount of like bachelorette parties that we saw and yeah. like event, like, you know, people that were there Women to, going through midlife crises. to have like, a good time. It's it crazy. Um, so that's the area that we were in, which was fun. It was, a, there was a lot to good places to eat and see and do. So it was a fun time to get out of the hotel a little bit, meet more people and, and do some fun stuff. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time getting to hang out. We met, like I said, just met up, hung out Friday night and that was fun. It wouldn't, uh, what? Oh no! I just think it's pretty pretty low key. Did yeah, you it is. There? Yeah, it was it was low key. We got to just got there, hang out, and then we went and got some ice cream. So the scavenger hunt thing was really cool. It was yeah. like Operation City Quest. I think if you ever go out somewhere, you can do that. I mean, that's not a secret what we did. Yeah, um, you can buy those tickets. You, they're applicable in any city you go to. And it was all an kind app. Of versions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you bought it online and downloaded it. You could do it at home, honestly, yeah. if you wanted to. If you just wanted to go out and do it for a date night, you could do it. But yeah. Uh, it was fun, and so they had the winners of that, and then they got them. They got a little game, I think. I don't remember who won, but I know I don't either. But they had an insane amount of points. I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. they got all those. Yeah, we were like pictures. eighth from the bottom. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> there was like forty-five couples that participated. <laughs> I think uh, we were like forty-one. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty okay. bad. 
But you are seven and a half months pregnant, and it was yes, 170 it was million degrees in Nashville on Friday. And so outside down, yeah, walk, it was a lot of walking. So. Yeah, it was a lot of walking. Took a break. But we did that and went to dinner, and then we went out uh, after. We went out later that night and just kind of hung out with some friends we met last year, uh, mm-hmm. Jamie and Lucy and the the Fees and the Suttons. And yeah, Josh and Julie. To, yep, Josh yeah. and Julie. And got to hang out with the, uh, the Shellers a little bit, Craig and his wife, and so it was cool meeting them. And uh, they all have super good big companies. I, whenever I'm with them, I just, like, soak up whatever they say <laughs> because they have, they're way further along in business than I am. But they're all doing great things. Always fun getting to hang out with them while we're – while we're there, and I'm sure that'll be a thing to come, I mean, a uh, thing to continue in the future when we go with them is just to get to meet up and hang out. So, mm-hmm. went out that night. I'm a big people watcher, so I love people watching. Oh, and yeah, you were in I don't, I don't partake in any of that activity, <laughs> but I love people watching. So, you get yeah. to go and see a lot of different people. I mean... Well, we went to one of the... Um places that they teach like all the line dancing and stuff yeah but you were in heaven it. up there yeah I yeah mean, sat up there and there were so many people because it was a friday night down mm-hmm. on nashville so it was pretty crowded but yeah it was, it was, crowded. A, it was a good time we yeah had fun my uh the the part of me that's like always thinking of like where the where the next bomb is going to get dropped and like <laughs> how to get out of a theater if a shooter <laughs> comes in that was really going off because the mob of people in that city is just, like yeah. just a target waiting to happen so the sheer um, amount of people. Yeah. Know, radar I, I was just, on. I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands on a, what, six block, ten block. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't walk strip. down the street without rubbing shoulders with everybody. No. And they, I mean, past. it's so crowded, they shut the streets down. That's what yeah, they, yeah, you can't on, drive. On the, <laughs> on the weekends, they shut the streets down because it gets so, um, it gets so crowded. So, but that anyways, was Friday. Yeah, enough yeah. about downtown Nashville. Yeah, I mean, if you don't you know about Nashville, now you know a little bit more. Yeah, but go um, for it. If you're over the age of 25, it's probably not for you, but um, <laughs> you never know. Honestly. Saturday morning. Uh, got up and... Pretty early morning. Yeah, it was early morning. Got up and got ready. Went and ate breakfast at the hotel. We stayed at a super nice hotel right there in the middle of town. Yeah. Um, it was... Right across from the... Right across from the Music, Music City, City Center. Yeah. Yep. So right there in the heart of Nashville. And had a good breakfast, and then we went to the event, got checked in, and all that stuff. Everything goes along with that. And the speakers, so we had, what, seven speakers maybe? Eight yeah, speakers? we tried to count, and I think it was like seven or eight. I know at least four in the afternoon, and I think four. So I think it was about eight. Yeah, yeah. Not including the, all the sponsors that were yeah. able to come and share. Yeah, so we had, let's see, start off the day with Blake and Natalie, mm-hmm. right? And yes. Blake and Natalie Albertson, and... It's fun. It's been fun getting to know them a little better here the last year, year yeah. and a half, and so they're awesome. Um, really fun people, and just have a great business going on. Blake has a great social media channel. They have twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, just super fun, fun people to be around. And yeah. I always try to elevate. I always try to elevate myself when I'm hanging around people, hang out with people that are better, better at certain things than I am, and they uh, certainly are in in some aspects. So fun mm-hmm. hanging out with them. They spoke about finances mm-hmm. and marriage and business, and that's something that we hope to talk about here on Marriage Monday in the future. We're going to yeah. go into finances one day, and because everybody believes differently, but I think they did a really good job of talking about um, just the ins and the outs. Of, yeah, no, I think they did great at kind of talking about you know separating your personal finances and your business finances, and kind of did a really good job at talking about what was important to them not being pushy about this is what you have to do but this is what we're pretty passionate about and where they put their money and why that they have their money kind of saved and separated the way they do so I think it was really 
Brittany kind of put it a good way when we were um, talking about it after was stuff that you kind of know but really need to be reminded of like yo yeah like that does make a lot of sense but are you actually doing it so it was a really good kind of refresher and reminder of what you what's a, a good way to to be saving and um, categorizing your money yeah I mean it kind of one of their big things was like just have an emergency fund and I think they follow some Dave Ramsey principles and yeah uh, everybody to each his own whether you want to follow him to a T or do your own version of that but uh, he teaches some good stuff, and they, they've implemented that. And I know a lot of people in that room had implemented that. When when his name got brought up, a lot of people cheered. And <laughs> so um, it was cool to talk about finances. And then I don't remember who was next. Oh, gosh. Um, was Dan next? The yes, attorney? the attorney. Yeah, so Dan Dan Barham with Barham and Mercer. Mercer I don't remember. <laughs> he the, joked I don't remember that his nobody knows name. how to say his partner's name. Yeah, I don't remember his partner's name, but... Uh, got to do a podcast with him actually on the Green Industry podcast with Paul, so that should be dropping sometime soon. It was me, Dan, and Paul, and that was a really fun conversation. Dan's a super wise guy. He's very smart, and he uh, he's a lawyer, and he talked about estate planning, things like that, just how to set things up for your kids to take over if that's what you want, or uh, things to do to where your spouse will inherit your business if you pass away for some reason, or just all the things that go along yeah. with that. Wait, went into some great detail on certain things, answered a lot of good questions, and yeah. it was really, really fun having him there. And then after him, I think we did, uh, I don't remember what the exact schedule was. but oh goodness, I know. I, I don't know. Was Brian and Liz next? No, I don't think Brian and Liz were next. No, um, it starts getting fuzzy. I don't know. I think there was maybe another sponsor or something or a yeah, break. Yeah, Vermeer, or yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe Vermeer was after them. They did. And he came up and So spoke. the sponsors were awesome this year. Is Vermeer, Synced Up, and Toro. Mm-hmm. Uh, all came in and sponsored the event, and that was really, uh, it was really beneficial because they are giving their money and time back to the community by sending reps to to this event, and it was something that, and especially Synced Up, Synced Up's a new startup, and they're really investing into the community now, and this road has got so bad, I'm sure you can hear this in the background, they were doing <laughs> some major road work, and it shouldn't last very long, but um, yeah, the, anyways, super thankful for them and being able to put on the event and so that we could come yeah without them ticket prices go through the roof and that's the way it is with any live event anything you go to really is if you if you don't have sponsors you don't have them paying some of the costs up front then then your tickets are going to be five hundred dollars a piece instead of two hundred dollars a piece so super fun and Mm -hmm. very very thankful for them getting to come and, and hang out and so Vermeer, I think, was next. They talked about their product. Vermeer's got some good stuff. Don't really apply to much of stuff I do, but I know a lot of people have Vermeer and love it and think it uh, can really be beneficial for, for you and your company if you're doing hardscapes or ditches or anything like that. I don't know. But Vermeer yeah. was next. I think then Enneagram Ashton, right? I think Synced Up was before Was her. it Synced Up? I think. So, yes, what it was. I think it was, I think it was Blake and Natalie, Vermeer, Vermeer, Dan, Synced Up. Ashton. Ashton lunch yes that's yeah. right and ashton was really cool i'll let you talk about that a little more yeah you know more yeah about it. so they brought in well i mean her instagram handles enneagram ashton um but very famous she, has like six hundred thousand. yeah yeah i'm sure a lot of um, people have heard of her um but they brought her in to really kind of dive into the enneagram and if you don't really know what that is it's kind of a, a personality uh, you know the easiest way to say is a personality test it's a lot more than that um but they brought her in to kind of explain all of the types there's nine different types and um, a lot of people took the test before she came so that they could kind of 
identify which one they were. Um, but she came and really dove into all of them and kind of just like um, helped explain why kind of we think the way we think and feel the way we feel and, and talked about how a lot of the things that we do um, are, are based off of our motivations, I think is kind of how she worded it. Um, and kind of why we react the way we do. Um, and so really was awesome to learn more about yourself in that way, but really the intent of it was to learn how to communicate more effectively with your spouse. So learning their Enneagram type and how to best communicate with them and also kind of the why and the motivation behind their reasoning for things and the way they're reacting and communicating with you so that you can effectively respond and move forward. So I thought it was really good. And we did some exercises and stuff with her, and it was awesome. Yeah, she did a good job. It was cool getting to bring in somebody like a professional like that who she does public speaking all the time, talking about the Enneagrams. Well, she's a certified Enneagram specialist coach or, or specialist. Yeah. yeah, so she's very, like, well um, knowledgeable or yeah, educated. Well, educated on on the Enneagram, and I love the Enneagram, so yeah, I thought it was awesome. If you hadn't heard of the Enneagram, just Google it. I'm sure you can find a test to take, and yeah, it really does help when you know. Like I'm not a big, I mean, I don't study it, but I know enough about it to know that if you figure, I mean, it's crazy how real it is. Like yeah. if you like Savannah is a six to a T. Like, yeah, there's nothing about it. Anything that, that's a six is me. Yeah. Like he would, you know, she would pull up a. A slide that said uh, six is when they are, you know, I don't remember exactly what it was, but like communicating with describe, the six or blah, blah, yeah, blah, they or their biggest fear along. or whatever. It was so odd because I was like, that is me to a T. And then you have people like Jeremiah that we felt like kind of identified more of a lot of with them. several of them. So you need yeah. to retake the test, but it, it's kind of crazy how much it shows you about yourself and about your spouse. And it can really help you in marriage and communicating. And that was one of the reasons of bringing her in is educating you about the Enneagram, but then also taking it and turning it into a thing of how do I communicate once I figure out how the other person thinks. Right. Because it wasn't it, really, it, I mean, it was awesome to learn about more about me, but it was cooler to have her go in more in depth about you and your Enneagram so that I can better learn how to communicate effectively with you and understand your thought process and things. And that was the whole thing. So I think she was an awesome, like, asset and, um, not add, but, like, addition to the group of speakers because it was a different perspective um, into the whole marriage conference. So then we had lunch. Then we had lunch, good lunch. The event place there put on a very good, just did really great with the whole day they were mm-hmm. it's pretty seamless uh, and uh, everything went pretty smoothly if anything was messed up we didn't really know about it yeah. so well we had a, it was at the music city center i don't even yes. know if we said that but yes so they music city center downtown nashville yes and then who except you oh. always had a plate good on your back um oh yeah and i did drop i did that was almost tragic and that was right before we went on stage too so yeah, i would have walked on stage with, with food all over you food down my back been like spine. blake wearing a t-shirt all day because okay. blake spilled barbecue sauce or something coffee. on his coffee was it coffee yes because it was like first thing in the morning yeah, yeah. He spilled coffee on his nice shirt for the day <laughs> and then wore a t-shirt all day long so. it's fine you just roll with it yeah but luckily nothing got on you from the plate so yes and then we just went up there for like I think it was like five or ten minutes, and just Caleb asked us a few questions about last year. And yeah, we were honored to go up and just kind of oh, yeah. answer a few things of 
uh, things we learned last, from last year's event because we were at the inaugural event last year in Waco and mm-hmm. some things that we took away from that and how we've implemented them into our company and, and marriage, oh, marriage in the past year. And so we talked about that a little bit. I don't know. I honestly don't remember how long. I feel like we talked longer than we should have. Probably. Brittany was having to kick me off stage. <laughs> but I think we're up there, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. But right. it was just good. It was, it was fun getting up there just to, to talk about the things that we've learned and some right. things that we – and communication was one of the big things that we talked about and – yeah. We've already talked about that on on the show, and we'll and it will come up again, hundred percent. But mm-hmm. um, we did that, and then proposal. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Y'all missed that if oh, you weren't there. Yeah. Um, Sam, I am. That's his name on Instagram. Sam, I am Lawn Services. I think it is. Um, him and his fiance Mary McGowan yes. got engaged. So that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian did a really good job. Oh, that of was leading hysterical. Into that. I know. He, like bringing him up there. I bet he never thought he was going to do that in his life. I know. Well, he did a pretty good job, yeah, like he did leading good. him into it. it yeah, wasn't he was like unnatural. weird or suspicious or anything. Yeah, it was really good. So they got engaged, and then I think it was the um, the newlywed game, right? No, I think it was. I think it was Brian and Liz after that. Did they? I, the order of everything, I'm getting really weird. The afternoon on. is tough. You get to you get through yeah. lunch, and your brain get your brain gets foggy. But yeah. Uh, at some order in there, there was a marriage game. That was really funny. That was the you were in there for more than funniest I was. part of the day. I'm not going to lie. That was It was I funny was for the audience. Cracking up. Not yeah. for the contestants. Yeah, I know. But anyway, so it was the typical, like, you know, you take the wives out of the room, ask a husband a series of questions, bring the wives back in, and compare their answers in front of each other to see who, which who couple the right. got the most correct. Um, and then vice versa, the wives left and the, or, yeah, the wives left and the husbands or wives stayed. And, but so that was really funny. And then um, I guess Brian and Liz. Yeah, Brian it? and Liz got up there and talked. I feel like they were earlier in the day, but maybe not. Yeah, I it don't know. It doesn't matter. They but were up there at some point during the day. Yeah, they did awesome. And they did good. They talked about just the real life struggles in marriage. And mm-hmm. they're in this new stage of life, which we're about to be in. Right. Is having Emmy last year and uh, just now she's what? Eight, nine months old. Her brother's in August, so. Yeah, so yeah. nine months old. Nine months old. And just all the struggles that go along with it. I mean, I, I don't know a person who works harder than Brian does. And just all the struggles that go along with staying up late night with the baby in the beginning and yeah. feeding and helping Liz and, and all the things that go into it. The, putting yeah. these live events on and, mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, going to GIE, meeting with people, hanging out. Like, it's just part of, it's part of, it's part of work. It's part of what he does. And so. They were really able to get up there and just discuss. Yeah, I think the their ta- their um, title was like um, grit, glue, and grace. Yeah. I think talking about um, I thought I thought it was awesome and just um, talking about all the things that will refine your marriage and and the importance of al- allowing them to the grit, the things that refine you, um, and the glue that holds you together, but also the importance of being of giving grace. I think and yeah. through those things with each other and. Just the importance of allowing the the tough things in life and in your marriage to to do what they're kind of um, meant to do and refine you and come out stronger on the other side of it. Um, so I thought it was really awesome and like just really applaud them for being so open and I think honest yeah. about the last like stage of life as far as like they did, just they, transparency about how it's not always like rainbows and butterflies and just allowing yeah. things to to kind of um, refine your marriage. That's exactly right. So, like, we talked, what some of what we said, what, what I said while I was up on stage, and Savannah kind of hit off, took off this and, and went in another way. But 
I was talking about how Instagram, social media is all highlight reels for the most part. Not mm-hmm. a lot of people show the down and the low spots. And, and that's exactly what Brian was saying was like, you don't really get on social media and say, yeah, I'm sleeping on the couch tonight because me and Liz <laughs> just had a huge fight. Like, that's not really what really happens. But everybody goes through those arguments and those disagreements in marriage, and it might not be sleeping on the couch. And Brian was joking. Like, it doesn't, he wasn't being yeah. serious. But it's just an example <laughs> of you don't really see that stuff. And they mm-hmm. did a really good job of opening up. And it's something that I think you need to just take and, and take to heart. I mean, you weren't – I, I hate it if you weren't there. If you were there, you should really – think about their talk more and more and just kind of chew yeah. on it. But if you're not there, I'll just, what, I, what I'll say about it before we move on is you need to go take those hard times. And, and me and Savannah are going to have to do this a lot because we're going to have a lot of hard times coming. Like mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time. We've been married for two years. We haven't had any serious like knockdown drag out fights. Like we haven't, right. we haven't had a reason to have anything yet really. Yeah. We've had a pretty smooth marriage. Now, yeah, we have our ups and downs and arguments and argue about where we we're going to eat and things like that. We just don't have as much like life under our belt is, yeah, is some well, of the we're other still couples, young, which like, is why we're, we're hanging out with them because we're yeah, learning exactly we're learning from them we have pretty good in-laws and, and parents on both sides that we yeah. each respect and enjoy and so we haven't gone through that stuff but when that stuff does happen when we do go through those valleys and those tough times we're gonna have to take that and it's just like when you're getting mad at when, when you get mad at when something bad happens when you blow a trailer tire or something in your business happens whether whatever it is you can't look at it and just let it ruin your day. Like, you have to look at it and try to find the positive out of it. Because if you do, if you find the positive, it's going to turn out to be okay. But if you sit there and you just, like, let it ruin your day and get yeah. mad about it, getting mad about it isn't going to help. Well, so when you're in an argument, don't get, don't just sit there and let it keep festering. Like, try to figure out the positive and, and a way to get out of it to make it better. When a little bit, like, tying that into um – Jeff Joyner, that's yes. who it was, right? Yeah. He did a really good job, like, talking about um, things you can control versus things you can't control. 100%. And, and the importance of, A, acknowledging that, and, B, you know, like, refocusing, kind of zooming out and saying, okay, what do I have control over in this situation? What do I not have control over? And think about the things and figure out the things that you do have control over, which nine times out of ten sometimes is really just yourself. <laughs> and so... You handling yourself and your emotions and your attitude um, sometimes is all you can do in that situation. So you have the responsibility of taking control of your attitude and saying, you know, the things around me, the things that are happening to us right now, sometimes you can't control them, but sometimes you can't. Um, And so not like harboring on that and focusing on that, um, but just focusing on what you can control and just trying to move forward. So I thought that was kind of a cool correlation between what they talked about. Everybody kind of tied together. That was what we were talking about is all the speakers really tied into what each weather was saying. And it, it just it was just obvious that the Lord put in place what needed to be talked about to, that, to right. the people in the audience. Because they didn't, nobody talked about, like nobody planned or prepped for what they were going to talk about with each other. They just all did their own individual thing. Right. And it all tied in in some really way, well. shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So, super fun times and very very educational so mm-hmm. brian and liz was there and then caleb and Brittany were some point in the afternoon i don't know i know i'm i feel bad I, everybody's fogging up times but i remember everybody's talk <laughs> i just don't so remember tell us when a little it was about caleb and Brittany's. caleb and Brittany's was really good they were talking about um they well they too were kind of like in a not a weird spot but the shop they've got a lot yeah. going on so they really talked a lot about that and 
um, and not hiding things in the fog, I think, was like their yep. big thing. And the importance of communication and, <laughs> and getting things out in the open um, and effective, effectively communicating things and not harboring on them um, and sweeping them under the rug. Think, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yep. Just what talk I took about away them. from theirs. Yeah, and they all, like I said, they all tie together. Mm-hmm. They, and they went into a lot more depth of the event, but you had to be there to hear it. So we're not going to sit there and break down everybody's speech. And yeah. No, there's a, it was sorry. awesome. If you missed it, you missed it. But <laughs> Jeff Joyner came in, talked about having a common purpose in mm-hmm. life, and uh, kind of like having a mission statement for your life, essentially. Well, it, yeah, it was like, well, don't give them the missing ingredient. Yeah, it was the missing ingredient in marriage, and and I think there was a lot of truth to what he was talking about. And I think the important thing was is that it gave us a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think afterwards, you know, it, you want to walk away from stuff like this with some thought provoking questions, and I think that's all of their intention um, to get the ball rolling on conversations within people's marriages to um, figure out what we can improve and figure out what we can change. And I think his talk really did that i think gave us some things to really think about and um, questions to ask and like some good conversations that we can have together about finding our purpose and our our common goals as a married couple yeah um, and jeff is a professional speaker like that's what yeah. he does for a living yeah. so he's very good at communicating he's very good at breaking it down to a level that we can all understand and mm-hmm. just very, very good at what he does. Yeah. So his was very beneficial. And then... Brad and Tammy. Brad and Tammy closed out the, the day. day. Yeah. And Brad and Tammy Miller with um, Tanda Marriage. Yeah. They are some of the greatest people to walk the face of the earth, I feel like. Like, we don't even know them that well, but... I know. We, but got, to talk, awesome. we got to talk with them in the lobby a few times and just before the event and after and... Um, hopefully get them on the show here soon and actually want to do an interview with them because they're what they are is marriage coaches and counselors and mm-hmm. they started the counseling business a while back and like I said hopefully we're going to get them on and we can hear their whole story and talk some more in depth with them but they talked about um, really everything they kind of like summed everything up I feel like they did an way. amazing job of like really honing in on a little bit about what everybody talked about yeah. as far as marriage which is weird for them to be like the last one of the day they didn't know. know anything about it they know they did great because, and they, thirty-seven years, right? That they've been yeah. married, and so yeah. have a lot of like wisdom and insight on effectively communicating um, with your spouse. Um, and so it's really great to hear from them. I feel like they were such an awesome way to close the day. Yeah, yeah, um, they they did really good. So mm-hmm. that was, uh, it was it was a really fun event. We hung out last night. We just hung out by at the hotel and sat by the hot tub and and ate a good dinner and just really. Reminisced on everything that happened from the day before, for the day uh, prior, oh, because yeah. yeah, the day of, uh, <laughs> it was just it was a long day. It was a long day, it was but good. very, very beneficial. Uh, if you missed it, like I said, sorry, but next year you need to come as soon as those tickets go on sale. You need to snatch them up because yeah, I'm, sure. I'm sure more and more people will be there. Yeah. There's going to be. Uh, I mean, the the what was crazy to me was the amount of new people that came this year that weren't there last Which year. Which was really it was encouraging. The overwhelming majority. I was like very encouraged by that because yeah. it was. A lot of, I feel like, looking around the room, not that it really matters, but, like, young Yeah, a lot of young couples, couples ready to learn and grow. Yeah, and I think, well, one of the things that we talked about, we talked about that we learned from last year was kind of taking away the fact that we have only been married a couple of years, and there are a lot of things that we don't know yet or that we haven't struggled with yet, but the things that I feel like, Brian and Liz and Caleb and Brittany and Brian, all these couples that have been there have kind of showed us 
is that as long as we're there and we are putting in the effort and we are intentional about our marriage, mm-hmm. we're going to figure it out. You yeah. know, like we're, we're going to go through things and we're going to struggle we're with things. We're going to not figure it all out, but we're going to no, strive to. I mean, but, like, and we're, we're, we're going to be okay kind of thing. You know, yeah. like if we're intentional and we're putting in the effort and we want to, um, if we want to make this thing work, it will. Yeah. So. It just takes it takes work, it takes effort, it takes time, investments, and uh, things like that. So. That's pretty much it. Like I said, we just wanted to ra- to do a little recap of Together in the Trades here. And mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we're going to have some guest interviews coming up here for the next little stretch of shows uh, on Mondays. And we're going to see if we can get this ball rolling, try to get some new listeners in here and really grow this program. If you have listened so far on the, on the Marriage Mondays and you enjoy them, would you leave us those ratings and reviews because they really do help and get us out there to a bigger community so we can continue. We can continue to go to the community one relationship at a time mm-hmm. and just really, really makes a difference and helps us out along the way. So one yeah. thing that I do kind of want us to do is, I don't know how long this will last, but this just came to me literally like 30 seconds ago. Right oh, now. gosh. I want to start doing a uh, action step maybe at the end of every show for for this, for the week. Like take, take one thing away from the show, uh, or maybe not from the show, but just take one. I want to have an action step, and you take it and you implement it that week in your marriage. And, and if... We do this for 52 weeks in a year, then you have 52 action steps. And I think it could create a lot of fun things in marriage. And so this one, I would think, would be would come from uh, something we heard from having a conversation with Brad and Tammy is uh, ask your wife a thought-provoking question this week. And, and do it, or a spouse, a husband or wife. Ask thought-provoking questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're, Maybe if you're having trouble communicating and you're not, you're just sitting there in silence a lot, you're having shallow conversations. When you do talk to each other, ask thought-provoking questions. Yeah. Because... They talked so me, me and Brad talked about for a while, and um, that just really makes a difference. And it makes your spouse feel like you want to talk to them. Yeah. And it makes you want to listen because it's something that you actually put effort into asking the question. It wasn't just like, oh, how's your day or something like that. So right. Ask a thought-provoking question to your spouse this week and see if you can spark some good conversation that way. But without any further ado, that's going to wrap this show up, this yeah. Marriage Monday, Episode 4. And we look forward to catching up with everybody here next week on another Monday episode. See y'all.